What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawk. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Holloway. Recording a day early, because uh, Dan has a special guest on, on Citizen tomorrow, mm-hmm. although I don't know when that'll air, but um, recording a day early, but it doesn't matter because we would be technically recording before the biggest news of the week. We'll get into it in a little bit, but I'm just happy that Max Fried is finally fucking back. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad for him, mostly. It's got to suck. Right. Just sit, especially the Braves are having an historic season right now. It's got to suck just sitting there watching the whole thing, to be honest. Yeah. I wonder if this is just uh, – this obviously doesn't mean anything, but the last time we had one of our best players out for most of the season, we won a World mm-hmm. Series. So mm-hmm. it'd be nice right. to do yeah. that again. Um, but before we get into Max being back and all that stuff, because I do want to talk about that, uh, the trade deadline has come and gone. Um, what do you think of – I will start with the Braves moves. Mm-hmm. What do you think of, of the situation? We at, we essentially – I'm not even going to bother saying what we sent away because we didn't really send anything away that is that notable but uh we traded for two relievers and a uh basically infield defense specialist uh nikki lopez being the defensive specialist on the infield uh and we grabbed pierce johnson and brad hand both from the rockies both relievers uh what'd you think of the move uh i mean I, I didn't think much yeah but you know we don't exactly need much either i mean uh Pierce Johnson's had a bit of a rough time. He strikes a lot of people, but he's had a bit of a rough time in Colorado. But so far in four starts with us, uh, no runs, .82 whip. His big issue was a high whip um, for the second year in a row, actually. Um, and, you know, you could – in Colorado, I guess it's understandable, but he's had two back-to-back pretty rough years. And But so far with the Braves, he's been good, so – I guess we'll see how that continues. I mean, certainly I certainly things change when you're on a fucking better team, you know. You just morale, you would think. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be playing for a team like Colorado in particular, which is um not just bad but rudderless. Yeah. It has got to be pretty grim. Yeah, it's, that sucks. It'd be one thing to be playing on like a, a bad team, but it's like young and there's pieces mm. and like Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, well, they're not even bad anymore. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like a team like Colorado, it's just, I mean, you just collecting paychecks, right? I yeah. mean, hoping to get traded. Now it is essentially interesting what the Braves did reliever wise. Nicky Lopez is what it is. Like they're going to put him in mm. for, uh, you know, maybe Arcia late in or something like that. But, um, with the two relievers with Pierce Johnson and Brad hand, uh, they essentially traded for guys who were striking out more than 10 and then 10 per nine. Yeah. And, uh, and and Brad Hand is only a left-handed specialist at this point in his career, right? Um, so he's gonna he he's only gonna face left-handers, and you know if you look up and down his stat line, just against lefties, one forty-three average against uh, OPS against is uh, four eighty. You can deal with that. What do you think about? And also, almost half of his appearances versus lefties have ended in a strikeout <laughs> right. which is nice right yeah so i i think mostly what brad hand is is to make sure we don't overuse aj mentor going down the stretch mm-hmm. right that's that's primarily what he's about but he there's a decent chance he makes the if he does well here that he'll make the postseason roster as that le- additional lefty specialist because we don't have uh Balzac anymore Right. I mean, you know, there's a if you're in a jam in the fifth or sixth inning, that's probably not where you want to bring in uh, Minter. Yeah. Uh, Minter, you want to save for the seventh, eighth, or ninth. 
Pierce uh, Johnson is interesting to me. I, like clearly, they saw. I mean, the it's really plain in the numbers. Sometimes you wonder, like, what do they see? Uh, maybe they should make an adjustment on you know motion or mechanics mm-hmm. or something. But I mean, like, the really like surface level numbers paint the only picture you need, which is strikes out thirteen point two nine per nine innings, which is huge. But uh, he's. His ERA is terrible, but he if you his expected uh, fielding independent pitching is under four, so he's essentially uh, had some bad luck or should be doing better than he is. And then his batting average on balls in play this year is over four hundred, which is about. Yeah. As, I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah, insane. And last year it was like three eighty or mm. three sixty or something like that. So he's essentially had two wildly unlucky years, um, and I guess. It really might end up being that that neither of these guys are anything more than than regular season bullpen depth. Mm-hmm. Although the numbers bear out, I mean, well, I, I think Brad Hand is going to make the postseason roster just by virtue of probably his yeah. Uh, Pierce Johnson, though, I think they they yeah they're going to just see how he looks. Uh, worst case scenario, he's depth, but the, I think they're going to see how he looks and if he can keep up the K per nine and and the luck corrects itself, he's a fucking killer. Uh, but worst case scenario, you didn't really give up anything, and and you know you've given guys a break. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I still don't understand why Von Grissom is still in our organization. It seems like right now is his is prime value, and right. we have there's there's no pathway for him to be a part of this major league baseball team. He will never be an elite shortstop ever. His he doesn't have the range. You don't develop range as you get older. It doesn't right. work that way. Um, he doesn't have the range or the instincts to be good at short, so he's going to be a third baseman. Our mm-hmm. third baseman is signed through 2032, I think. Yeah. Um, our first baseman is signed also through 2032. It's like those corner infield positions are, are set. Maybe they have their eye on him as a DH once Ozuna's gone. Maybe. Yeah. But fuck, man. I mean, considering the value you could get out of that guy right now, because there's a lot of teams that need a 21-year-old, uh, 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 a 21-year-old third baseman who can develop into that position as they grow up with some of their other draft picks that they're waiting on and uh, do so at a very low cost and hit 320. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I don't. I do not understand why he's still part of the organization. Maybe they just didn't get what they – maybe they want to save it for the offseason and get a better deal out of it yeah. or something. I, I, I was pretty underwhelmed by most of the players other teams picked up. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, do you? <clears throat> the White Sox weren't willing to deal Dylan Cease, uh, right. even though he hasn't been great this year. It's still Dylan Cease. Um, I don't think the Mets were going to send us Verlander or Scherzer. Um, and and who wants them? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I fuck that. It, they're not uh, Scherzer. I would have taken because of the contract. Yeah. Verlander, not one fucking prayer. Uh, and <laughs> it's funny. So the Mets started out the year with the highest payroll in Major League Baseball, and they are now spending more on money or more money on players that are no longer part of their organization than they are on their active goddamn roster. Yeah. 175 mil going to players that they don't fucking have anymore and 154 or something like that going to their actual roster. That is the worst management, the worst general management of any team in sports history since maybe the Red Sox sold Babe Ruth for 100 grand to the Yankees. That's This is the... Oh my god, dude! It could not have fucking made this a better year for me. If the Braves win the World Series this year, I may have to just fucking check out of life because it's never going to get any better than this. It's so just brutally hilarious. Um, is there anyone 
we talked about this off air a couple days ago uh that I didn't really care about moves that American League teams made because if we make it to the World Series, we're only going to be facing one of them anyway. Mm-hmm. I care more about the NL field, and you know we'd have to play two, what two NL teams, I guess. Yeah, uh, and nobody, in my opinion, nobody in the National League did anything remarkable enough to really improve their chances. I mean, the the team that needed the most, the, the team that's a serious contender that needed the most help, in my opinion, was the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're bullpen and rotation are in trouble i I don't think that clayton kershaw is completely healthy right now maybe he will be by the end of the season he's back on the il for the third time this year right now um urius is cruising out with a five era right now excuse me yeah gonsolin is cruising out with a four era right uh, which is last year he hovered around fucking one for most of the year. Yes. He's there. And then uh, the guy they brought in for, st- for a starter is Lance Lynn, who is well beyond being productive in the Major League Baseball. He's got a 630 ERA. He, he had a good start with them. He had a good there. start with him, yeah. yeah. Um, now, bringing Joe Kelly over, that's a win. Joe yeah. Kelly is a fucking elite right-handed reliever, and he's kind of a cunt, which is good. You, you want people like that on your team in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so that move was good. But the t- they are the team that needed pitching the most, and I don't feel like they got enough. But, again, there wasn't that much uh, available. I don't know if they checked in on Scherzer again to bring him back or if they checked in on Verlander or anything like that. Maybe, right. maybe the Mets, because the Mets sent them both you know, out of – out of a uh, 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 league, right? Right to the American um, to the so, West, AL West. Yeah. yeah so I, I don't know if that's part of it or whatever uh, decision they just, they they made, but that was a team that I expected to make some serious moves. You know what I mean? And it just didn't happen. I don't I don't know. The the market did seem pretty dry this year, right? It really, especially for hitters. It really did seem like it was. I mean, because there's a there's so many contenders, uh, so you have a less sellers than you would pre playoff expansion, and B yeah, yeah it just wasn't. That great. Well, and then you had the wild card of the fucking Padres deciding that they're still in it somehow. That That's the real – I mean, the, I don't consider them a contender, so I didn't really bring them up in that part of the conversation. But the, the, they were – their inaction, I guess, was the most puzzling. It wasn't inaction. They added. Yeah. They were buyers. What? They're a game – I don't know what they are now because it's been like two days. But at the trade deadline, uh, at the end of that day – they were a game in front of the Mets. Um, let's see. Let me look now. They had just swept the Rangers, and I guess they were feeling themselves. Yeah, they're four games out of the last wild card spot right now, and there's one, two, three teams ahead of them. That is not easy. No. That's not easy to overcome. I, it, so it's like... Four they, games in two months is fine. Yeah, yeah. But... But oh, like leapfrogging other teams, especially one that's in your fucking division, uh, and then one of the other wild card spots at the top, the Giants are also in your division, right? Right. Uh, and it is a pretty, aside from the Rockies, a pretty competitive division. Like you're going to play the Rockies some, but you're definitely going to play the Giants and the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, yeah. right? Like you're going to lose those games. You're not good, dude. You suck. No. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not it's not going to all of a sudden turn around for you. That was a. Uh, that was a pretty big mistake. There's two guys, Snell and Hader, that they're just going to get nothing for at the end of this year. It's crazy. Unless they feel like – I understand what the Angels did. The Angels probably will not make the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. I think – I mean, it's because of the Angels that they fucking find a way. Uh, but making those moves to try to at least tell Otani, like, hey, if you sign here again, we're going to do whatever we can to fucking try to win. Yeah. That, that makes sense to me. But you don't need to make that case to anybody on – 
the Padres. I guess you know, the only guy Juan maybe Soto. would be Soto, but he's got another year of arbitration left. One more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's, I think he's got one more year okay. of team control left. So they, they're going to get him. Like his arbitration will probably be like what twenty five million or some shit. I think shit. he's got fourteen this year. Yeah, he got fourteen this year. So he, well, I guess it depends on how it goes. But he's going to get a minimum of nineteen million next year. Yeah. Um, and then they have all of next year to be competitive and try to convince him to stay. I just don't see what the point uh, of Hater and Snell, like those guys are fucking unrestricted. Both of them are unrestricted free agency this year. It's goddamn what they could have got for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would have been those would have been. Did a more valuable player get moved? I don't think that either Verlander or Scherzer right now is more valuable than Snell. No. Definitely not more valuable than Hater. A lockdown lefted, left-handed closer yeah. on a come, uh, on a on a World Series team. Yeah, you, I don't know, man. Yeah, so Soto signed a twenty-three million dollar deal for this year. Okay, one year deal to wipe out arbitration three. Arbitration four is next year. Okay, so technically, he signed a one year deal last year, setting that mark, twenty-five to twenty-eight million. You're looking at that. And you you also have him for a full additional year to try to do whatever you got to do to convince him that things are going to go well. But it's starting to feel a lot like the New York Mets out in San Diego right now. It's so bad out there. That was wild. Like their fucking GM was just mm. sitting like Scarface desk full of cocaine, yep. just doing whatever the fuck he felt like. Which whatever, man. I guess. But it shows you how good. Houston and Atlanta are as organizations. Like Baltimore's on the come up right now. We'll see if they'll if they're able to put it all together with their young guys. Uh, who knows what they're going to do in the playoffs this year if they're able to persist right now. But honestly, with the I think the Rays will probably get by him here. But I think the, the pickup of uh, Aaron Savale for the Rays was yeah, sneaky. It, good. It, that was really good. I mean, we we should have been looking at that one. But um, good chance the Rays win that division. But the Orioles are almost at this point in the season a lock to make the playoffs yeah but it's a lot like that what 2018 braves team like they might have a little success but you don't really expect too much but a couple of free agent pitchers a little bullpen help one more hitter on that team and you're talking about a real contender right so that we'll see how they go but the astros and the braves every year mm-hmm. for decades or, or i'm sorry for half a decade now every single year and it's been there's a core cast of characters, but then there's like, you know, uh, uh, Atlanta's had to bring in, um, they had to swap out Freddie Freeman and Olsen. Mm-hmm. They, they brought in uh, 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 Sean Murphy, Arcia, Arcia Ozuna, and, and, and whatever you want to say about them, but Ozuna, Soler, and Rosario have been uh, role players to some degree. And then, I mean, uh, who the fuck, when we won our World Series, wasn't Adam Duvall in center? Uh, for most of it, yeah, making base running mistakes, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, yeah, now the outfield's almost complete. I mean, well, Acuna wasn't even mm-hmm. playing for half that year, but yeah, Harris, and then yeah. the rotation looks a lot different than it did in yeah. twenty one. And then when you look at Houston's team as well, the difference between um, Houston's roster today versus uh, what when was the first World Series they won? Twenty seventeen, yeah. Uh, their 2017 team, think about the people they lost. Carlos Correa's gone. Mm-hmm. George Springer's gone. Mm-hmm. That's two guys in the top five of their batting order Springer gone. Springer was the MVP of yeah. that World Series. Yep. Um, uh, Gurriel's gone, right? Their yeah. first baseman at the time, he's gone. Um, it, it's, I it's, think their catchers were Gaddis and McCann. That's right, yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> they, they've been able to 
in the same way, like Kyle Tucker came up and replaced George Springer, and he's he's a fucking legit dude. Kyle Tucker Kyle can fucking play. Awesome. Like he is he is a legit uh, guy. He's oh, hitting, you know who their fucking ace was was Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, yeah, they lost him. Uh, they had Verlander too, but they, he was hurt that year, I think. But they brought, no, no, he, he pitched that he year. pitched that year, so he's back with the team now. Uh, but yeah, it's just two. Gar- Kyle Tucker is. Uh, uh, a homegrown guy, right? Like the year he, he no, he's he's been in Houston his entire yeah. career. Um, being able to replace guys both in free agency and the farm system without fucking yourself up into the future, which is what most teams do mm-hmm. when they have to go out and make some deal to get prospects or something. They they sacrifice their ability to be competitive right now, or they have to sacrifice prospects now and co- sign shitty unfriendly contracts to the team for these players who are going to be good for three years and then bad for five, right? Yeah. Neither one of these teams make those mistakes, and that's why they're competitive every goddamn year. With yeah, the, they, the Rays as well, uh, by the the, way. Uh, the Dodgers, too. The, do- the, the Dodgers of, are kind of fucked this year, but I don't know that it's because of any of those things. They're kind of further along in the process, mm. I guess, than the a, a, uh, the Astros and Braves. Because the, the Dodgers, this really started for the Dodgers in like 14 or 15. Yeah, but um, they've made some mistakes, too. Like... Um, getting rid of Jock Peterson, I thought was stupid of them mm-hmm. because he's a he's just a he's a clubhouse guy, and he's huge in huge moments. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you don't let that guy go. You don't let Corey Seager go. I thought that was a fucking mistake. Like I, I don't yeah. know. They, they, their plan was to put. Uh, Ga- Ga- what the Gavin fuck, Lux, Gavin Lux, who got hurt at the start of the year? Yeah, it's like he—he's never going to be on Corey Seager's level. But I get it; that's the economics of baseball. But you're also the fucking Dodgers, right? Right. Uh, and now they've traded for Ahmed Rosario, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him push uh, Miguel Rojas out of that shortstop position entirely. Ahmed Rosario, a couple years ago, was one of the best. Uh, um, uh, uh, fantasy shortstops to have, yeah, because he fucking steals bases, yeah, right. And in this new era, for on a team like the Dodgers with the hitters he has around him, because he's he's able to get on base a lot. He's been languishing in Cleveland for a couple years now, right. But when he actually has good hitters around him, you can you'll get like a seven hundred plus OPS out of this guy, mm-hmm. and he's fast as fuck, and he plays great defense. He's pushing seven hundred this year. Uh, it's a been a rough under. year for him. He's yeah. been banged up a lot. Um, but yeah, it's like they, they've made some mistakes. Like they carried Justin Turner for about a year too long, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is funny because now he's kind of resurgent in, in, in Boston. Agents, but the, slamming balls off the Green Monsters saved his career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's the, I, I would include the Dodgers as well. Mookie Betts was a great signing. Um, Freddie Freeman was a great signing for free agency. Even Jason Hayward was a good signing. J.D. Martinez was a good signing. Mm-hmm. So they've done a really good job of that. But I'm they, not they, seeing the homegrown talent other than guys who have been around for 10 years. Uh, Will Smith, relatively young, their catcher. He's a top five catcher in baseball. Mm-hmm. It's mostly that it really kind of uh, it's their pitching, but then now their pitching is having a horrible fucking year. Cause, yeah. or, or horrible luck, right? Walker Bueller with the fucking uh, whatever the fuck, Tommy John. Yep. He might return <clears throat> in September. Uh, I then, hope not. Just let, <laughs> just let it. I mean, I like Walker. Just yeah. let your arm rest, dude. You're not gonna. It, you won't be effective. You're right. gonna have like dead arm. Yeah. At that time, it's, and then Dustin May is another one that just can't stay healthy. Lux yeah. too, for that matter. But whatever. 
Um, yeah, there's no one in the National League. I will say the Phillies had a nice pickup with Lorenzen from the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a, he pitched a great game today. Dan's celebrating back there. Um, Lorenzen had a good, really good line today. I forget exactly what it was, but it was pretty dominant. Um, uh, he went uh, eight innings, two earned. Not bad. That'll play. Uh, so that puts, I mean, if that puts uh, that rotation four deep for the Phillies. Yeah, it's just a shame that they're uh, they can't hit. There's a couple of like their two through four guys are doing okay. Uh, everybody else is struggling bad. Real Muto is having a rough year. I watch, mean, watch them get into the playoffs, and Trey Turner turns back into World Baseball Classic Trey Turner. Maybe I mean he's hitting eighth right now. So yeah, I know he should be getting plenty of fucking fastballs. Um, but his oh man, he's got his on base percentage this year is two ninety. <sighs> Which that's, is by far the worst of his career. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm definitely not afraid of him. We've faced him for pl- plenty of times in the playoffs now. Never, uh, yeah. never, never been an issue. Yeah. Um, God, too many times. Uh, but yeah, I, I, so there's no one in the National League that I think really did anything amazing to upgrade. Mm. So I don't really necessarily hate the Braves' lack of moves. And I. And I Anthopolis was never going to be a guy to force a move. No, definitely not. And maybe he just didn't get back what he wanted. I just, I, I don't think that the Braves necessarily needed to even add anything. I mean, it would be nice to go out and get uh, uh, a left fielder or some shit. But right. that that's probably going to happen in the offseason. It just seems like right now is probably Vaughn Grissom's peak value. Mm-hmm. And to not get some value out of him when there's no there's just no room. Unless... If if I start seeing Von Grissom in AAA play left field, right, right, then okay, could, cool. Could be a possibility. Yeah, could I'd, be a possibility. He's not a bad athlete. He just doesn't have great infield range. He doesn't have instincts yeah. for infield. Uh, and and we've talked about this before, but great shortstops have like an internal clock. They know, and it's not even like they're thinking about it all the time. Like they're checking their card to see how fast the base runner is or anything like that. They just have an internal clock. They know how fast they need to get to the wall and get it out of their hands. Mm-hmm. It's I, I don't know if there's any way to explain that, but it just it happens inside the brains of really great shortstops, and he's never going to be able to do that. It's not something you can teach. You know, there's a lot of guys who come up. It's kind of funny. Like, you'll read about it um, later, like halfway through their careers. You're like, wait, he started out at what position? Mm-hmm. I Like, uh, I mean, Bryce Harper was a catcher. Yeah. Uh, Miguel well, Cabrera started <clears throat> out at third base. Yep. Uh, if you recall, Albert Pujols' first year, he played, he played first, third, left mm. field. I mean, he was a utility guy, basically. That they found places to put him in the lineup every day. Yeah. Um, I think Kyle Schwarber was a catcher. Uh, that he, he was, yeah. And then, um, I mean, even Chipper Jones was a shortstop till he yep. hurt his knee. Um, so was Cal uh, Ripken until he got a little older. So was A-Rod. I mean, it's like... Yeah. The, there's just not unless they're planning on moving him to left. There's no room in the organization or making him a DH, which I think would be, I think that would be dumb. He has, he's got a he's got a good arm, so yeah. I, I don't I don't think you should DH a guy from well, the age twenty. Especially because we just resigned Darno. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm just fucking sick. We talked sorry. We don't need to get into it, but like I'm sick of not seeing Darno in the lineup every day, mm-hmm. um, or three out of four games or whatever. Like it's yeah, fucking it doesn't, crazy. Doesn't make a lot of sense. But luckily, one of the guys that's been out for a while is back max reed's back back and he's pitching of, tomorrow kind of kind of right on time we pitch tomorrow against the cubs not mm-hmm. 
not the easiest team to face. Uh, it'll be a little bit of a test, I believe, in Chicago, too. Yeah, three day games in a row. So they're all going to be uh, central time. They're all going to be at like 1, 120. Okay. Shit. I'm going to have to watch that at work tomorrow. Well, Friday, um, Saturday, Sunday. And, uh, I mean, fi- Braves, Braves starters had a rough July. Uh, 4-4-6 ERA for the rotation in July. Bryce Elder, in particular, is kind of... Um, it's not like he, it's not it's not like he's fallen off the wagon or anything like that. I still have faith in him, but he got fucked. He got smacked around in July. Yeah, he tends to have two bad games in a row, mm-hmm. like two or three times a year. Just has back to back bad games, but then all of his other games are one or two runs. I mean, that's not really what you want to see out of a guy at the top of the rotation going into the playoffs. But he's not at the top of the rotation. I mean, it's he it's would be our four. I would imagine. If, or five if Kyle Wright comes back sharp, yeah. probably, right? So, yeah. you know, what, whatever. Not too concerned about that. But, yeah, it is nice to have your – I mean, you want your anchor. You want your stopper in there. And to be honest, we'll, we'll get to this in a minute, but I think there's a good chance that Spencer Strider is going to win the Cy Young this year. Um, so you're going to have two aces now. Right. Uh, I mean, he, uh, Freed finished second in the Cy Young last mm-hmm. year. And obviously, <clears throat> as you alluded to, the, the biggest thing for him – is even though he's going to be our game one starter in the playoffs, I would imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, b- barring a disaster, um, he's just the fucking guy. Like, he's a stopper. He's the yeah. big game winner. Like, he's, at this point, he's already proven it in mm-hmm. twenty one. Uh, yep. Obviously, didn't have a great start against the Phillies last year, but he kind of got dinked and dunked to death, which which is want to happen to him. Yeah, it happens, um, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to have Max back. I, what are you looking for out of him? I kind of think it's just like, hey, go, hey, buddy, go get sharp. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> I mean, we're uh... we, we have a six. We are up six games more on uh, the Phillies than all the rest of the division leads combined. Yep. So it's cruise control in the regular season at this point. Yeah, and you know, if you look at all of the uh, peripherals for the braves as a team like their home and road record they're winning 65 percent. both they're they're they've scored the most runs in baseball they're in the bottom third of the league and giving up runs you know what i mean like every single every single facet of this team is good i don't know if you've seen on the uh, mlb app they uh, updated how they show their standings it used Mm. to be pretty ho-hum um not really very um illuminating in any way uh I would go to ESPN if I wanted to see more in-depth stuff, but they just updated on the app, and it's a lot better. And one of the things they show is record versus teams over 500, mm-hmm. and uh, the Braves are 41-24 and 24, uh, against teams over 500, which is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, and they are a game better than what they, I guess their uh, expected win-losses. Yeah. Um, well, they've scored the second most runs behind the Rangers. I think the Rangers have scored about 20 more runs, and the, they've given up the third least amount of runs. So it's like that's a pretty good combination, yeah. right? Uh, we do have the best run differential. Yeah, by oh yeah, by far now. Um, <clears throat> but it oh I'm sorry, the Rangers tied us, so we're both at 159. Mm. We did I think we did the day before. Um, yeah, I mean it's just cruise control for him at this point, right? Just go find your stuff, go go, just get your legs under you, and let's let's get ready for for October. Is there any? I don't know. Are you worried about any sort of mental atrophy, or I mean, I guess it's not for Max Fried, no. Not really. And, you know, it, it's 
that's that's what separates good from great when it comes to athletes is the ability to self motivate even if it's not a, a terribly motivating situation intrinsically. Yeah. Um, but he's never had a problem with that in the past. I don't think he will now. Um, you know, but <clears throat> you got to set goals for yourself. Obviously, at the beginning of the season, you want to do X, Y, and Z. Now you have to carve that. Down. Like, what do I want to? What do I want to do? I'm going to get five or six starts in August. Probably five since he's going on the fourth of August. I'm going to get five starts in August. Here's what I want out of those. I want to progressively get a little sharper. I want my whip to be this or whatever. Um, I'm sure he's got that in mind mm-hmm. as he prepares for the uh, playoffs. I would imagine. He's got what? They'll probably get him, what five innings in this game on Friday. Uh, yeah, probably probably eighty five, ninety pitches. Yeah, whatever comes first. Yeah, like how that. many rehab starts? Do you make four or five? I think four. Okay. His, and his last one, he pretty, threw eighty pitches. I think. Yeah, his numbers were pretty whatever, <clears throat> but he was clearly like. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck yeah, about that. He, that wasn't really the point of any of that. Um, as opposed to like Soroka, who was mm. actually trying to sort of figure himself out again. Um. Yeah, I, it'll be fun to see Max back. I, I miss watching him pitch. Uh, to to your point about Strider and the Cy Young, I was uh, I was looking at the just just the field the other day because mm. people keep saying he's a Cy Young candidate, and I was like, I mean, the strikeouts and the and just the eye popping strikeout numbers mm. for sure. But I was like, his ERA is like three seven. His win loss is great, um, which a lot of voters still love. Uh, he's twelve and three, yeah. but. Um, it's three six one with the ERA right now, but man, like the field in general is just not great. Mm. Uh, Other than let's see, Blake Snell and Kershaw are pretty good, but Kershaw's I think having his Kershaw problems, which is he doesn't he, he's not going to hit the innings. innings requirement. I think it's I th- well for Cy Young, I don't think there is one technically, but but you've never seen anybody with under like hundred and fifty innings win a fucking Cy Young right. as a starting pitcher, right? And I don't think he's going to hit that. I think he's going to come in somewhere around one thirty. And then Blake Snell's the other guy. It's good, but his peripherals aren't nearly as good. Like if Strider's going to get probably nine or ten more starts, mm-hmm. I would think uh, this season, which means uh, or 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 maybe maybe eleven. If if things fall the right way and they don't rest him at all, um, and why would you? He's fucking twenty four right. years old. But uh, if he's if he ends up with like eighteen wins and over three hundred strikeouts, he'll win the Cy Young because it's just like those are. Not everybody cares about the counting stats like that anymore, right? Uh, for for awards and shit, um, but it's not as it's not as tuned in to the analytics as, say, NBA MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, it's almost always the guy that lends, leads in PER, except for three times in the last 17 years right. now, including this past year, which and, was a fucking joke. But it's always joke. fatigue. Yeah. Um, Verlander in last year was only third in war. Mm-hmm. Um, and who, who won it in the National League last year? Oh, Alcantara. Alcantara, yeah. He led in, in war he for pitchers. In 21... Robbie Ray led and went up replacing the AL, but Burns was seventh right. in the National League, right? And then uh, the last time that it was both guys in both leagues, it was uh, 2019 with DeGrom and Verlander. Okay. So it's Which, not – it isn't nearly as closely tied to those analytics even over the past five years as some of the other sports uh, or as the NBA is. No. So I think uh, if you put up – Somewhere between 18 and 20 wins, and you have 300 strikeouts, there's no fucking way they're not giving him the well, sign for that. You know, and it, the more I look at his numbers, I will say, like, it does look, I mean, it does not, doesn't look like he has been getting, like, bizarrely unlucky. I mean, he, his whip is 1.09. Mm-hmm. 
For a starter, that is absurd. Uh, yeah. Uh, his So Blake Snell, who's got a way better ERA, about a run better, Blake Snell's walking five and change per nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strider's walking 2.64 per nine while striking out 14.4 per nine. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Um, his expected fielding independent pitching and fielding independent pitching, I mean, it's like a run lower than his actual ERA. His batting average on balls in play is uh, 329. Um it was 292 last year, so it's not like he's routinely uh, unlucky because mm. you know maybe he has like exit velocity problems because you touch hit you touch his ball with your bat, it's gonna pop off of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's really just a lot of kind of bad luck. But his numbers and these numbers aren't even like a lot of these numbers aren't even like crazy nerdy numbers, like striking out how many guys you strike out per nine and how few people you walk. Yeah, they, they look at that, and if you want to get really fun with the with the old school voters like yeah 36 era is kind of whatever uh it's okay it's good not great but he's 12 and 3 12 and 3 and uh I think the team in his starts is exceptional yeah yeah, yeah, good yeah. Record. yeah he always leaves the team in a pretty good spot I think he's had like two bad starts this year yeah um but he's gonna end up with over 300 strikeouts and less than 200 innings that's hard to ignore yeah um you know and he gives up a lot of home runs, I guess, but there it's not. He's in the middle of the pack. He's not like in the top ten of getting up home runs or anything. Like, it's right. not even close, actually. I think he's like, I think he's thirteen home runs off the lead, and he's only given up eighteen. So he's pretty far removed from getting dinged up like that. I mean, it's if you pretty much everywhere you look in this guy's stat sheet, you're like, all right, yeah, he's he seems to be the most dominant guy in the league right now, um, and I, I think that's what the Cy Young should be. It should be the guy that fucking just goes out and dominates. You know what I mean? Um, So we'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously, he's got to finish out the season and continue doing well. But this kid is – he's just like Max. He's quiet, doesn't talk shit, doesn't fuck around. But he is a a psycho perfectionist. I mean, he fucking hates losing. Yeah. Way more than he likes winning, probably. He hates losing, which is funny because he's a total cuck. (laughs) Like, he's a total lib – fucking v- he's a vegan it's like all the stuff is he really vegan oh yeah uh. all, all the all the stuff that you would map onto this new generation you're like oh this fucking guy but he's still the terminator in his head so right. is I, I don't give a fuck what he thinks <laughs> as long as he's winning games for the Braves, i don't give a shit um but he's a young guy right so right. he he'll grow out of that stupid shit eventually yeah. no um, i mean it is, it is it's funny and honestly he'll probably i hope for the playoffs he will have a, a, a chip on his shoulder after uh the start in philadelphia didn't go his yeah. way last well, year well he came in with a 99 on his back this year yeah for a fucking reason right yep. like no matter how much of a fucking libtard he is he still likes charlie sheen yeah so gotta like, you gotta respect that right right um and he yeah his like he's i'm a big fan of this kid i, I like the how like self-motivated he is that's that's what you're looking for out of a ball player for sure. And he's just appointment viewing. I, I would say he's one of the five guys in the league that is like absolute appointment viewing. Him, Acuna, Tani. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's of, you don't want to miss this. I mean, he's going to strike out nine every game. Oh my god! And when he gets on that sort of like, uh, there's times where it's just like he it's he's like Mario with a star. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where it's just like he you're only going to strike out against him. He'll strike out like six guys in a row. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like mean, like it's yeah. just fucking not like, <laughs> like they're just helpless and it doesn't even, it's like, they're not even, it's like the batter's not even there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's when he goes on those sort of like unconscious 
runs of like an inning and a half, two innings. It's fucking wild. Um, real quick, before we get back to this show, we do have some sponsors. It's MyBookie. MyBookie.com is where we do all of our gambling, baseball or otherwise. You can head to MyBookie.com and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to double your first deposit up to $1,000. You put in $1,000, they'll give you $1,000. Put in $500, they'll give you $500. Put in $50, they'll give you $50, whatever. They'll match your deposit up to $1,000 when you use the promo code DRINKINGBROS. Uh, I guess the NFL is kind of back tonight. Um, yeah, the Hall of Fame game. Tonight. Hall of Fame game. Oh, well, <laughs> yesterday for when this show airs. Um, and then, obviously, we are in football month. College yep. football starts at the end of this month. So, uh, you know, get your deposits in now. Just have it there sitting waiting for you when, when the football games start if you're not a baseball gambler. Um, or, look, we're still rocking baseball parlays. I got a – it's a slow day on Thursday. I'll have to check the schedule tomorrow and see what I like. But uh, it's always fun to uh, rattle off a, a baseball parlay. So check that out, too. And if Spencer Strider's on the mound, mm. smash that strikeout over. He's not tomorrow. Max Reed's obviously going um, – well, I guess today. This episode will come out before that game, right? We, we, yes. we put these out at noon. Um, yeah, so tomorrow I like uh, Rays over Tigers, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. This is for a parlay, by the way. You're not going to make any money betting that. Um, Rays over Tigers. Um, I've got uh, uh, the Rangers over the Marlins, probably. Lazardo's going for the Marlins. He's good. But Jordan Montgomery's throwing his first game for the Rangers. Okay. And I think uh, – that their bats have been really heated up lately. I think he. I think they're going to score like fucking ten runs. Tomorrow. That's a motivated team right yeah. now for sure. Um, and then Reds Nationals is the other one. Patrick Corbin, who's the worst pitcher in fucking baseball history, <laughs> is pitching for the Nationals, and the Reds have just been hitting fucking taters off everybody lately. Those are my three games tomorrow. There you go. And my- then you you could also go Astros over Yankees too because the Yankees are in complete free fall right God, now. It's lifeless. And Severino's going for the tomorrow. He's got a seven fifty ERA. Sweet. So perfect. Good luck. Uh, You've got the bombers from at the Astros in Yankee Stadium. You know what I mean? Just trying right. to, and you know they want to bury him. So yeah. That's there's cool. all there's no, there is absolutely no love lost between mm-hmm. those two teams because the Yankees are like we would have won the World Series in 2017 if it wasn't for you cheating. Yeah. It's like, dude, the Dodgers were still there. Yeah, and you were also cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> A lot of problems with that statement. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. mybookie.com promo code Drinking Bros double your first deposit up to one thousand dollars. Next up, Max Fried is back. So is Austin Riley. God fucking damn. Yeah, he's really gotten after it now. This dude since the all-star break is a fucking murderer probably the best hitter in the league i would i can't imagine who's doing better i don't know about since the all-star break um these are i just but, took second half numbers off yeah. fangraph so I, I assume that's what that yeah, yeah. Is. well let's see i don't know if they break it down this way on espn let's see um so he's in uh <clears throat> in august well let's start in july in July, nine sixty two OPS. That's pretty good. I mean, that's that's like kind of that that's on the high end of what I expect from him over the course of a season. Yeah, like I, I expect him in the right. fucking eight eighty to nine twenty range. Um, uh, July, uh, he hit nine home runs and drove in twenty one runs. That's a fucking that's a crazy month. That is a crazy month, and that so far in August, he hasn't had that many at bats, but he. Like so, let's break it down by days. The last thirty days, he's got a one point oh five four OPS, and he's hitting three eleven with ten home runs. That's a month. Yeah, I mean that's a month. It's the last thirty days. Yeah, ten home runs, twenty three RBI, uh, 
311 batting average, 1054 OPS. Absolutely Can't beat that. Crushing the ball. Uh, 209 uh, WRC plus since mm-hmm. the All Star break. Um, I mean, even on the year at this point, um, his look. It's a down year for Austin Riley, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the fact I that guess. I mean, is it yet? We, we, the year's not over it's yet. It's not. It's not. And But as of right now, it's a quote-unquote down year. But this is what I love about Austin Riley, because if this is your fucking down year, mm-hmm. tw- at, at it's basically the beginning of August. You already have 25 homers, yep. 66 uh, RBI, 841 OPS. 76 runs, too. He's going to score 115 runs. Yeah. All right, cool. I mean, just... A fantastic year. I, and you love seeing him back because th- this is massively important to the Braves' chances of winning the World Series because he is one of the bats in the lineup that is what we talk about when we say uh, mentally exhausting at bat mm. for the pitcher, right? Like he is a uh, Freddie Freeman, Travis Darno, I guess Sean Murphy too for that matter, type of at bat where – and Acuna at, the, at this year, especially because Acuna's turned that corner, where it's just like you, every single pitch matters. Every single pitch is going to You can't make any mistakes. Can't make mistakes, and he's going to foul off your good pitches. No. And it's just, <clears throat> it's just, it's just draining. It's grating. So to have him back in the middle of the lineup like that, because look, I love Matt Olson, and I think Matt Olson <clears throat> is maybe like, three-fifths, three-quarters of that type of hitter. Mm. Not all the time, but he can be. And he's, got, Oz- he's just got a longer swing, so there's going to be b- slightly bigger gaps. Yeah, and, and Ozzy Albies <laughs> can be that type of batter, too, when he chooses to be, mm-hmm. but he's not all the time. But when when but Acuna, Riley, Darno, Murphy, those are the guys that every at-bat is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, just it's a, a fuck, war. Just work. Just too much. And then you get to a guy like Olsen and you're just tired more prone to make a mistake and then he murders that mistake um it's so just having that type of at bat right in the middle at the top of the lineup um that I it can't that just is invaluable I mean it's one after another you know because you're leading off with Acuna he's he's on pace to score 150 runs this year right now um, and that'll include 40 home runs and 100 RBI as well. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about 210 runs created. That's a fucking lot. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, Albies is on pace for like 115 RBI mm-hmm. in the two-hole, although he, didn't, he, wasn't, he hasn't been there all year, but he's on pace for that and 100 runs. Riley's on pace for 115 or 16 runs, 40 home runs and 100 RBI, and then Matt Olson is on pace for 124 runs. 57 home runs and 140 RBI. Those are your top four hitters. Um, and then you have Sean Murphy after that. Who's the best hitting catcher. Well, I mean, just one of the best hitters in baseball this, se- yeah. this season. His, is his OPS still over nine? I'm sh- uh, e- Can't imagine. Nine. Yeah, 902. Okay. And he's on pace for about 26 home runs, 90 RBI. I mean, it's for a crazy. guy that's going to play 120 games, right? right? It's um, crazy that you forget about Sean Murphy at this point. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's also easy to forget about uh, your nine and ten hitters who are one and two hitters in any other lineup in baseball, right? Right. right. Um, may, maybe uh, RC is like a five guy other places, um, just because of the the style of hitting he does. But Michael Harris with his speed and the fact that he's a left hander is probably going to be one two in most lineups. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Harris, who missed a good portion of the season 
He's he's only going to end up getting about 440 at bats this year, but he's going to hit 17 home runs, 50 RBI. He's got a fucking 800 OPS in the nine hole yeah. right now. Uh, and then or- Orlando Arcia in the eight hole, uh, also an 800 OPS. Like you, the I think the I think the league average for eight and nine hitters OPS is like 650. Yeah. So you know you're lucky if you've got one of those two spots with a guy that's going to get you over a 700 OPS and you got two guys at 800 it's in fucking, those spots. It's fucking insane. This is, if this team is healthy in the playoffs, um, it, it's, you're, you're getting into this, the kind of situation where if you don't win, like it's hard to win championships in sports yeah. in any sport, right? It's really hard to win back to back, especially in baseball or mm-hmm. football, right? Because so much has to go right. There's so many additional – like basketball, if you can keep seven guys healthy, you can win if you got if those seven guys right. are good enough. It ain't like that here. No. You need 25-plus guys and then even more in football. Um, but if we're to the point now with this team healthy, if they lose, it's like an upset. If they lose a, even a game, mm-hmm. it's an upset. But if they lose series, if they go and get bounced in the first round, that's going to be not great. I mean, my assumption is unless they're literally – trotting out one you know like smith shaver dodd and they're facing like i don't think we play the diamondbacks anymore just for the sake of hypothetics like zach gallon yeah they would they're i mean i would guess they have maybe three games left on the schedule where they won't be favorites it's interesting it's interesting you say that because the schedule for the rest of this year is pretty squishy yep to be honest like there there's a decent chance this braves team wins 110 games although i think they're smarter than that I don't think they're going to press it like no, you know, I hope the, not. the the Mariners in whatever year two thousand one. I think yeah. Um, <clears throat> we go at Cubs next, which is you know we'll see. They're good. It's a they're, good team. They're okay. They're solid. Um, solid team. But then we go at Pittsburgh, at Mets. Those are fucking jokes. Dead. Yeah. Um, Yankees come to us. We'll see. Right. I mean, it's it'll be a hard out just because. Uh, Stanton's coming back, I think, and Judge will be back by then and back probably back in rhythm and shit. So that's a tough team to play, um, although their pitching is the worst. Unless you face Garrett Cole in one of those games, you should win all three of those games. Yeah, which, by <clears> the way, uh, I guess Domingo German or whatever has had the most absurd year. Yeah. Yeah, so he threw a perfect game mm-hmm. earlier this year and yesterday got put into forced alcohol rehab. Right. <laughs> After pitching five scoreless innings, right. which is fucking weird, man. But yeah, we got the Giants at home. They're good. After they're okay. Depends on their the, playoff team, the pitching think. matchups. Yeah. Then we got the Mets at home again. They suck at the Giants, but then it's like at Colorado, at the Dodgers for a four game series. But I don't think anybody's going to want to tip their hand too much in there unless it's unless the distance between first overall in the National League shrinks, I don't think anybody's going to really play their hand in We're up series. eight games right yeah. now, and I have to imagine our schedule is more favorable than theirs. It's got to be, yeah. Because our, our games are out of uh, uh, division games for the rest of the season, other than the Rockies, who were fucking terrible, and the Dodgers, and uh, I, I guess we do play two with the Giants, but it's mostly NL Central. So we play uh, the Cardinals and then the Pirates – Again, uh, and then we go back to the Cubs at some point later in the season, and they will not be competitive at that point. No, I think um, we catch the Nats a couple times. We have we have uh, seven of our last ten games are against the Nationals. Sweet, yeah. So it's there, there's a couple of series peppered in there that are kind of difficult, but 
the Braves are set up really nicely to get their rotation back in order, mm-hmm. right? Set that up. And just keep the bullpen get bats. chill. Yeah. I mean, it really is just a matter of not – and, again, they're up eight games. Mm. It's just a matter of not losing the one seed to the Dodgers, um, which I, at this point I think all you need to do is hold serve. Yeah, just win series. Yeah. You don't need to do anything special for the rest don't, of the year. Don't need to do anything crazy. So th- yeah. that brings us to our last topic, and you kind of alluded to the point I was going to make to uh, to to ask this question. Um, the back, the rest of our schedule is mostly pretty shitty, and the shitty teams we do play are especially shitty at pitching the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, can Olsen get to sixty? And can Acuna get 40-whatever it's going to be on the stolen base number? I've been instructed by Ryan Spader to always preface this comment with, my attorney said to say this is my opinion. (laughs) But last year when Judge was chasing the home run record, he got juiced balls. Right. Several years ago when games were boring, we were only using juice balls. Was it 2019? Yeah. They like yeah. some somewhere a third of the way through the season, juice balls show up and never went away. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think that my, my opinion is that Major League Baseball would be very smart to have to start throwing juiced balls to both Olsen and to Shohei Otani mm-hmm. to have a race to 60. That would be incredibly, especially in both leagues, right? Right. One on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, and it would be super exciting. I think they're going to do that. That, w- that is the smart marketing decision. And whatever we feel about Rob Manfred personally, we talked about it on, uh, on, on Sports on Monday, a lot of the decisions he's making are working out pretty well for the marketability of this game, right? Yeah. So it would be very smart for him to do that. Now, the other part of that is the players on their teams also benefit from that because you don't just – they don't say, hey, Olsen's up, throw me a juice ball. No, the balls that they that they mail to the stadium right, that right. day are all juiced. So <clears throat> Acuna is going to get juiced balls, and mm. Jesus Christ, he's got the most uh, – the, the Braves have like – You uh, might kill someone. With they have like ball. 40 more – hard hit home runs than than any other team in baseball I, I it's think like it's a crazy amount hard hit and also some crazy dozens and dozens more of uh, 430 yeah. foot home runs than the next closest team which look still counts the same but i mean they just hit the christ out of the yeah. ball but if you if you start throwing juice balls up to and forget about just acuna and olsen but it's acuna and then ozzy albies who's on pace for like 38 home runs right now right and then uh, uh, Riley, who's on pace for 40. Olsen, who's on pace for 57. And then it doesn't get any easier from there. You know what I mean? Like everybody in this lineup is a legit home run threat. Yeah. So I think you might. And by the way, the Braves are already on pace to break the all-time home run record for a team. And that record was set when the ball juiced the whole year, yeah. basically. By, by the twins of all people, right? Right, right. Um, so I think the key is having Eddie Rosario. Eddie Rosario, well, they had uh, – What's his nuts? Edwin Encarnacion. Not Edward Encarnacion. They had Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz, yeah. Yeah. And he had 43 that year. He had a crazy year, um, yeah. But they had, the, the Twins lineup was very similar in that everybody in that lineup had 15 or more yeah. home runs, right? I think that was one of the few years poor Byron Buxton, who's always hurt. Actually. Yeah, he actually played games. Yeah, he's the best player of all time, probably. I, dude, like, he Talent-wise, when he's, in, when he's in and healthy, he's like, it's fucking ridiculous. But yeah. never, never is. So, But, I, yeah, I think uh, – I think Acuna 
has a he I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna go 40 40 I would be shocked if he doesn't go 40 40 yeah the question is what's the 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 second number gonna be right I think it's gonna be 40 70 something like that yeah we haven't seen uh anybody really get close to something like that I think Eric Davis hold on, let me look it up he was 1987 like it was 37 37 like and hold on I'll look it up how much so the thing with the stolen bases with Acuna is he's already got the the 40 on that and then somebody's like 51 I think. it was 37 and 50 okay for eric davis and that's the most that anybody's ever done so i like i i really expect acuna to have like 40 to 45 home runs and probably 75 to 80 stolen bases yeah and is there any point where you uh tell acuna to like cool it a little bit nah you think it's better to let him rip Do, i mean don't you know what you get hurt more trying not to get try, hurt. like taking half steps and yeah. worried about this. You just fucking play, man. Yeah. See what happens. But yeah, they've got, um, <clears throat> uh, 30 of their or 29 of their next 56 games are against teams, uh, over 500. So a little over half. Mm-hmm. So like about half of their games are against shit teams. Yeah. Um, and they get to play a series in Colorado. Yep. I just think they're going to get juiced balls down the stretch because yep. it makes sense for baseball to do that. Well, you know, even though the, it, it, it's 29 of those games are against teams over 500, mm. you know, they're playing the Yankees, who we said are kind of dead, and then the Marlins, who we have just murdered all year. Yeah. Um, well, all, all forever. We'll yeah. always murder them. Right. Um, unfortunately, that Yankees series is in Atlanta because yeah. it would be fun to see them up there in, in New York, but – um, the only the only stadium that we go to for the rest of the year that isn't a pretty decent home run hitters park is that one three game series in San Francisco. Um, uh, is are the Dodgers in L.A.? Uh, uh, yeah, that four game series is there, but that's that's a decent home run stadium. It's okay. Yeah, it's like middle of the pack. Yeah, but the rest. Yeah, it's like Philly. the rest of the places. Philly is a launching pad. Washington is a launching pad now. Um, well, even the even the stadiums that are kind of neutral, like St. Louis, their pitchers are terrible. Yeah. Um, so it's just a t- or actually do we they play they come to Atlanta I think but uh, it doesn't matter a, a lot of the teams we play who are in neutral parks they're just still awful yeah so it doesn't even you know makes up for it yeah yeah so I I mean to to the question about does Olson hit sixty does that um, feel like the lo- the bigger ask yeah probably because I don't I think Ronald would have gotten close to forty either way yeah uh, the question isn't whether. He's thirty thirty. Every he he'll be thirty thirty probably in a couple of weeks, uh, two weeks or so. But um, <clears throat> the forty forty, and then how high will the stolen base number get? But what what's um, let me look here. Otani is still up there. He's still got two more than Olson does home run wise. Yeah. So he's on pace um, for sixty right now. Yeah. Already, I think competing leagues um, both are technically playoff teams at the moment i believe right the angels are still aren't they don't they have the third wild card spot uh i haven't looked at the wild card standings in a couple days oh no they're back now they got they got leapfrogged by the yankees and the red sox shit oh yeah um, they have three teams in front of them but two two of those teams are in the same division three of those teams and the wild card hunt are in the same division so yeah. that some of that'll even itself out one two three i'm sorry four so the Rays, Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Yankees are all ahead of them right now. Some of that will even out if they can keep winning games. But either way, Otani's the best player in baseball. And Okuna's the best hitter in baseball. 
Yeah. And you you have the opportunity to feed juice balls to both of those guys, plus a guy who might hit 60 as well. I think you got to do it. And I, to, to the point about feeding juice balls potentially to Otani too, um, presumably that would help them in their playoff hunt, and I can't imagine Major League Baseball wants anything more than uh, Shohei Otani in the fucking playoffs. At least one series where you see him pitch and hit. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you, you want that. You want that classic moment. I mean, he did it in that doubleheader the other day, but where he fucking throws seven innings, gives up a run or two, and then hits a bomb. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just want. You, you got to want that as a baseball guy. So, hopefully, they make those. Ho- hopefully, they make the right decision here. Man- Manfred's <laughs> actually been pretty good about some of this stuff. Um, he's been just sort of uh, – I, I will say this. Say what you want about Rob Manfred, uh, good or bad, for the good things he's done and, and the bad things he's done. Um, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he certainly doesn't care. Like, he'll what do whatever thinks, he yeah. feels like doing, whether it, you whether it's something you patently disagree with or whether it's something that is objectively good for the game. Mm-hmm. He'll just fucking rip that Band-Aid off and say, you know, whatever, yep. dude, blow me. Yep, which, you know – if it if it works, it works, man. That's the end of that. <laughs> right. Uh, that is all I got for today. Uh, Let's get out of here. See you fuckers later.